from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast It started on the 9th of April with Sachin Pilot accusing the Ashok Gehlot government in Rajasthan of not acting on promises the Congress had made in its manifesto in 2018. Among the promises made was that they would act on the various allegations of corruption against the then Vasundhara Rajay government. Pilot said that before the Congress went to the people later this year seeking votes, they should act on these promises. So, we go to the public, before we do something. On the 10th of April, Pilot, who was formerly Deputy Chief Minister of Rajasthan, held a day-long fast seeking action. When Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot held a press conference a couple of days later, he was asked about Pilot's demands. He responded by talking about raids carried out by the Anti-Corruption Bureau. Aapko malum hai Rajasthan des bhar ke andar jitne anti-corruption department ne yahan chape dale hain. The two leaders have been at loggerheads since Pilot's revolt against Gehlot in 2020. Gehlot didn't endear himself to party leaders in Delhi when he dodged the Congress president election. So how will this new clash play out given state elections will be held later this year? Also, is this really bad timing given it took the focus away from the Congress campaign pointing out the targeting of Rahul Gandhi? To answer these questions and more, my colleague Jairaj Singh and I spoke with author and journalist Rashid Kidwai. Kidwai has written a book on the Congress's gradual decline and is a regular commentator on politics. He explains why the Congress needs to get its house in order quickly if it has bigger political ambitions. Mr. Kidwai, how do you view this one-day fast by Sachin Pilot against the Gehlot government? Did that come as a surprise? I think uh, for some it came as a surprise, but this was growing because remember the uh, political tussle in uh, Rajasthan is was leading to nowhere. Uh, here was a man, uh, the chief minister. Who's uh, who's going from position of weakness to strength? Remember that uh, 25th of September 2022, he almost revolted against the Congress leadership. Subsequently, he refused to become a Congress president, and he was seen as a fall guy. But Gallowed, being Gallowed, the magician that he is, he was able to stage a massive comeback in the sense that when he presented budget and he had the right to health. In nutshell, it left Mr. Sachin Pilot with no option. And Pilot is also a very astute politician. He's mature. He's also very ambitious. So what he has done is that he has done three things. One is that by targeting Vasundra, he is uh, basically leaving Congress leadership little scope to act against him. He is also talking about uh, that Gehlot's inability to act against Vasundra regime. he would not have any open understanding or trucks with aam aadmi party but the agenda is very similar so he is going to be a bhagwant man of punjab if at all the congress and him they don't get along so it is a very kind of tantalizing very if you look at it in terms of a book or a cinema this is whole rajasthan congress story is reaching towards its climax Uh, Mr. Kedwai, I wanted to ask you since um, Malik Arjun Kharge has already said that he agrees with the issue of corruption that Sachin Pilot has raised, although his method is wrong, how serious would these charges that uh, Pilot has levelled against um, Vasundhara and in collusion with um, Gehlot hold? I think this is a this is a fascinating part that the Congress may have been out of power at the center and uh, diminished politically, but the art 
politicking or playing politics is the Congress leaders are very apt at. They are very hands-on. Look at uh, Sachin Pilot in this case. That, of course, there was a manifesto almost four years ago in 2018. He was a uh, Rajasthan Congress president. And in the manifesto, the Congress had made a promise that when if they are voted to power, they will act against uh, Vasundra Raji government, uh, which was in power at that point of time. And what does Pilot do? He keeps writing letters to the chief minister, drawing attention towards uh, this uh, Congress party manifesto. And this is documented. So nobody can say that this is a afterthought. And that's why Mr. Karge is saying that, you know, he agrees with Mr. Pilot. Now here comes a real catch. And a lot of people are not aware of these dynamics. Mr. Karge is a Congress president. And yet he is not able to take a call. So he has to get that family, that being uh, Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi, Priyanka Gandhi on board in the context of Rajasthan. So Khargeji knows everything. But there is behind the scene kind of developments are there. Rahul Gandhi goes for this massive Bharat Jolo Yatra. So it requires a lot of mobilization of resources, not only just money. The Congress coffers are empty. Who's funding it? So there are like two, three... Congress governments are there. Did Mr. Ashok Gailod behind the scene play any role? If he has, then this becomes a, you know, IOU kind of thing. When we talk about politics, we must take a note of it. We don't need to endorse it. But it comes as an explanatory note that why a particular party or the individual is behaving in a particular manner. But uh, what also explains the fact that Sachin Pilot, there's been no attempt to rehabilitate him do you see this harming the party's chances like it did in Punjab, where the party reached the election, but by that time it fallen so far apart that it didn't matter what they did? Absolutely. There, is, there cannot be two views about it, this kind of uh, inability to act decisively. Because what has Congress done since uh, uh, July 2020, revolved by uh, Sachin Pilot when he had come with a, his band of loyalists in Delhi and then gone to Manesar and seeking a change change of guard. At that point, of Priyanka Gandhi had intervened, Ahmed Patel was alive, and what they had done was they had set up a three-member panel which would look into it and find its uh, you know solution. But the solution was never found. The Congress was, has not been in a position to say that Mr. Gallot will continue till November, December 2023. So, therefore, there is a lot of uh, scope for misunderstanding, interpretation, etc. People forget many times the Gandhis are not in a position to assert themselves. There was a time when if uh, Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi, Priyanka Gandhi would make a promise, and that's where I think Sachin is, you know, proved to be on the wrong side of things, that he assumed that when Priyanka Gandhi is on my side and if she has given any verbal assurance to him, it will happen. So, you know, Diwali, Christmas, all those festivals and dates kept coming and going. And he always believed that perhaps uh, somebody on behalf of Rahul Gandhi said, you know, let this Bharat Jodo Yatra you know, be completed, then we'll, uh, we'll act. But then Ashok Gallot was aware of all these things and there are people within the Congress of the organization who are carrying all these kind of tales. And Mr. Gallot seems to know everything what Rahul Gandhi or Priyanka Gandhi going to do next. So he advanced this uh, uh, you know, assembly, uh, Rajasthan assembly and presented budget much before that. And the budget was also very uh, kind of populist and lucrative. So, you know, he got Rahul Gandhi in a position that even if Rahul Gandhi wants to or wanted to change him, he could not change it. Politics is known for its decisive action. 
See what Mr. Modi was pitted against heavy odds. Mr. L K Advani was not a pushover, but how Mr. Modi got you know him sort of removed as a central piece of BJP politics, and it was very unpleasant also. But he did it. The Congress, nothing unpleasant happens. This is a real problem. So, uh, but then, what does it mean in the context of Sachin Pilot going ahead? If you look at competitive chess in a in, on a chess board, if you make a move, you also think of you know various other moves. So Sachin ke paas bahut sari chal hai. Chal hai in the sense that see he is as I keep saying he is young and he appears to be very ambitious, but he's got a very cool head. He is he is not going to obviously join the BJP to my mind because uh, he knows that you know his DNA is not like BJP. he is very unlikely to become a bhagwant man of uh, of punjab in rajasthan context and play second fiddle to arvind kejriwal because he knows mr kejriwal once you get into some kind of hierarchical role can be very difficult person if there is no there is no resolution of uh, what he is asking for or talking about then what we are going to see is that a kind of emergence of some kind of third front with some tacit understanding with aam aadmi party If you go to Jaipur or Udaipur or any place in Rajasthan, you know there is a general refrain. I mean, if you ask them, there is no evidence there that ये गहलोत और वसुंधरा मिले हुए हैं. ये मतलब मिली जी की नूरा कुश्ती चलती रहती है. So these are the things that are very there is no logic, there is no uh, evidence, but everybody knows and everybody the Congress also knows, everybody the BJP also knows that there is a lot of comfort level between the two. So therefore, I think Mr. Sachin Pilot thinks that he is on a strong footing it seems with 8 months to go now for elections it there doesn't seem too much time for the congress high command to do anything right now what do you think is his game plan right now sachin pilot what kind of resolution is he looking at so i get that two thing one is that what mr malika arjun kharge is sort of you know communicating with him through informal channels that's also very interesting they are saying that basically rajasthan is a, in that case is a lost case for sachin because even if he becomes a chief minister he would not have time and galot would not allow him to you know succeed that will lead to like punjab like situation what we saw it so therefore kharge's offer to sachin at this point of time is come to delhi i need people to run the congress yes come and join cwc become aicc general secretary you are bilingual you have a pan indian that kind of appeal so you are an asset in that sense and i would appoint a kind of a committee or a board in rajasthan so that your supporters find some kind of a place or adjustment during the ticket distribution but sachin's point is that he has for 2014 onwards he has been in rajasthan he has made huge physical emotional political investment in that state now to go to delhi it would mean as if he is being etched out of that state so he doesn't want to do that he is saying mera jeena yahan marna yahan pilot knows that the bjp cannot accommodate him if they want to so he is basically giving a first chance i think he is continues to be a loyalist as far as the congress party is concerned and he thinks that the congress must see reason that family should honor its words and mr karke who was himself uh, privy to whatever happened on uh, 25th of september 2022 he must act and act in a just fair manner even if uh, mr galot is not dislodged there should be some public 
announcement, public gesture, even if Sachin is to come to ICC, there should be some kind of rules of the game. I'm just saying there is a possibility that he made Rajasthan Congress president because Congress president has a lot of say in ticket distribution. What then are his chances of floating a party like Gulam Nabi Azad or some say that he could even attempt to pull off an Eknath Shinde? I think idea of a, a third front or an independent party is very easier said than done. Remember, Rajasthan is a, is a state which, is a, which has a bipolar politics and people are wedded to you know the BJP and the Congress. So third parties have not been there. BSP has been trying. Uh, other this thing is the tribal party. Uh, OSC has been you know touring for the last two years or so, but they are not able to get a you know foothold. Even our party parties been doing some ground level surveys and all. It's not an easy thing. I don't think that's an option number one for Sachin Pilot. And what if you end up getting some eight, ten, seven seats? You know, single digit seats. Then it's like for five years you have to wait, and five years is a fairly long period. In Sachin's case, he's already waited for, uh, you know, last uh, uh, three, four years. If the BGP comes to power, then they will be there for five long years. And in that period, Sachin will have to build his own identity and the Congress is not going to go away. So these are all the uh, complexities are there. I don't think Sachin's uh, first option is that he's just looking at uh, the Congress. The problem in Congress is that a lot of internal politics is going on. As I said, you know, Kharge knows everything, can do everything, but he is no, he doesn't have the decision-taking ability or that heft. Kharge wants Sachin to wait till Karnataka, conclusion of Karnataka election. In Kharge's scheme of things, in Karnataka, if Congress wins, he will get that kind of political heft to act decisively. But for Sachin, problem is this is another I was telling you about that, you know, Diwali Christmas business, then it's going to be another kind of uh, thing, you know, and then you will have to wait for uh, till 13th of uh, May and then you don't know what happens next. Moving away from the Congress, how does the BJP view the developments taking place as far as pilots' dharna is concerned? I mean, we had the Prime Minister praising Gelot, which was all, uh, seen like a dig, basically. Uh, I ask because the BJP itself does not have a very prominent face to, to, to take on Gehlot, even though Rajasthan is seen as a revolving door with one government coming in and the other. I know uh, some people at the state level and they view Sachin Pilot as a threat. What if, as I said, things go out of the hand uh, from a Congress point of view and Sachin Pilot emerges at a third front, third pillar. Now, the third pillar has, like we have seen in Punjab, the Congress collapsed. The beneficiary was not Akali's, but not BJP, but it was Amadvi Party. So it was someone else. So people looking for a change. Half of his kind of uh, target is uh, Vasudra and the former uh, BJP Richie. And the BJP doesn't have that kind of experience hand. They don't have a person of Vasudra's stature in Rajasthan. So that's where I think the BJP is little unsettled. They're keeping a close watch. The BGP spokesperson, the television debates that I go in, they are not very critical of uh, Pilot. So they think that as long as Pilot is attacking no, Vasundra Rajiv, it's fine. It helps them because it weakens Vasundra. So I think it's a very, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a political situation which is unfolding and we don't know which way Rajasthan would go. This dissent also comes even as the Congress has very much tried to shift the narrative towards Rahul Gandhi's 
disqualification institutional decay and aspects like crony capitalism and they very clearly wanted to focus on that and in the middle of that you have a sachin pilot sort of taking the spotlight away how much does his sort of action hurt that sort of broader narrative that is being attempted to be built the gandhis are not overtly sort of disturbed by this they think that you know it's all right if anybody wants to go if somebody is made up mind if somebody is looking at life beyond you know they are free to do so from 2014 onwards there were over 50 leaders of you know consequence to those who have been sort of senior ministers or people who matter who had some years to the ground etc Uh, roots in society they have left the congress now all of them were not sort of pro bjp so these are the people who by they were pushed out in a way so i think gandhi particularly rahul gandhi is very devoid of emotions this political emotion ki sabko saath mein leke chalna hai you know you have to be a team leader mentally uh, he is little detached uh, when it comes to party organization so i have seen rajiv gandhi i have seen sanjay gandhi they were very much i would say completely committed to the you know congress party they were not judging if you remember rahul gandhi's speech in jaipur where he became vice president of the party he said i'm going to judge you now if you judge then you have a thing that you know so so is wrong and right whereas look at mr dalit modi uttarakhand he calls up some obscure obscure instances for the commercial media's point of view calls them up and says don't leave don't do this don't do this they do all the efforts rahul gandhi is not known to do these things so his sense of detachment was obvious this kind of thing this kind of emotional uh, i mean lack of you know empathy etc is also posting dear so i think when it comes to interpersonal relations rahul gandhi's attitude is very different and this is going to be a huge problem this protest by sachin pilot comes even as there are rumors of dissent in chatisgarh and even in karnataka which is headed to the polls how bad are the differences in these states and how much do they hurt the party going into polls in both these states as well this kind of dissent and factionalism has been part and parcel of indian politics look at the bjp the kind of problems it is facing in karnataka the kind of problems it faced before uttar pradesh assembly elections the kind of problem it faced in uttarakhand but there is a mechanism in the congress it used to be always this uh, it used to be a strength of the congress that they had this many regional satraps and regional satraps were always in the logarithmic center or in the state they would work in their respective regions uh, fetch votes get seats and strengthen the congress what has happened in the post ahmed patel era there is no kind of grievances redressal uh, mechanism it's very difficult to meet uh, sonia gandhi rahul gandhi priyanka gandhi so a lot of fortress approaches there and appointment is given as a matter of uh, a kind of uh, reward whereas it should be normal so therefore a lot of people in the states they struggle when they come to delhi and they abhi chake kisse mile there is nobody they no listening post at least atlo pe ahmed patel was alive he was doing that part that he would listen to everyone so what you're talking about uh, in chatisgarh in uh, in various other states congress uh, where the congress is strong that kind of problem is there but there is no mechanism mr kharge is doing a much better job in terms of bringing the non ndia position together because he has a goodwill but here also in the congress also he has the goodwill but he doesn't have that kind of you know mandate 
this again has all happened while the Congress is said to have made multiple alliances now that opposition front for the next general elections is said to be forming. Nitish Kumar has been sent out with this sort of mission to bring back other parties. And there's still a lot of opaqueness over what next. How do you see that shaping up? Yes, I think alliance politics is always done from a position of strength. Now, the Congress seems to be outsourcing its part of political management to Mr. Nitish Kumar and go and speak to Mamta, go and speak to Arvind Kejival, go and speak to KCR, go and speak to all those people who are not happy with the Congress. Now, if that groups come together, and that's where I think Rajasthan politics and all has a lot of significance. Because ultimately, if the Congress is uh, anywhere you know, close to 100 uh, Lok Sabha seats, then only they will have some kind of uh, bargaining. I won't even say a leadership role. The Congress is uh, very much interested because they think that for uh, last, uh, you know, having being in power for over 50 years at the center, they think that they understand foreign policy. They understand uh, uh, the intricacies of uh, finance and external affairs and perhaps defense, HRD. But for that, you need to have seats. And Rajasthan is one place where there is 25 Lok Sabha seats. In 2018, the Congress won a majority in Rajasthan. I mean, about 100 odd seats. But uh, after six months, uh, Lok Sabha elections, the Congress drew blank. And imagine if this time around, if I mean, somebody in Jodhpur was telling me that at present it's uh, Sector Bazaar there is saying 134 BJP, 48 Congress. Now, if they end up getting 48 assembly seats, you can imagine the chances of getting Lok Sabha seats would be zero. So, in that context, uh, the Congress has to have its house in order, not only in Rajasthan, but in Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh, several other states. Remember that 208 Lok Sabha seats where the Congress and BGP are in direct fight, mostly in central India, western part of India, etc. And the BGP strike rate so far is over 90%. So if you can reduce it to, let's say, 60% success rate in favor of BGP, still the Congress will have a lot more seats. So I think in terms of optics also, the unity in Congress, the kind of uh, electoral victory in Congress, in Karnataka, in Madhya Pradesh, in Chhattisgarh, though I don't believe in it, but I'm just saying if in Rajasthan, it will give a huge leg up. It will really uh, you know, present a united face of Congress and that will consolidate Congress bargaining position. Normally, when we talk about alliances and uh, some kind of front, uh, that being formed. First of all, it has to have some kind of institutional aspect, uh, some convener, some committee, some platform. But the real problem would be for, you know, person like Nitish Kumar, because either you are in an anchor's role, in the sense that you bring everyone together, the KCRs and Mamta, the Chattar Pawars of the world, and then seeds and government formation, if at all there is an opening, and a contender part. So here is very, in context of uh, Nitish Kumar, it's very interesting because here is a, a political situation where his number two, uh, Mr. Tejasvi uh, Yadav, uh, seems to be, and Lalu, of course, Lalu Yadav, had the scene is pushing Nitish Kumar that you go and join national politics, the time is yours, this is the best time at all. So you can't be a kingmaker and, uh, you know, and a king or a, you know, uh, a candidate for the throne. So this is something that needs to be sorted out. And of course, there is, of course, a problem of how KCR and Mamta and all are going to view uh, Kejriwal, Nitish Kumar. So I think definitely defining a role is very important. 
and that's a very tricky part today's episode was produced by jairaj singh sunai marathe and anuja singh for a daily spotlight on people ideas and stories that matter subscribe to us we're available on ty plus spotify apple google podcasts and all other platforms of your choice for any news tips email us at typodcast@timesinternet.in